Boys, what is the last thing that you spent money on that you were like, that was dumb? (laughs) (laughs) I have a very, I have an immediate answer. Oh, when COVID started, I bought an Xbox like I was going to play video games. (laughs) No chance. No chance. Why would I? I have two full time jobs. Why would I think I'd be sitting around playing Xbox? It's ridiculous. That was stupid. Luckily, it's like a couple hundred bucks. It wasn't terrible, but it still, it's like it until recently was still sitting like next to our TV, just collecting dust. So stupid. Amazing. Damn. Um, Mine's kind of ongoing right now, and I haven't decided how dumb it is because it hasn't arrived yet. Um, (laughs) As you boys know, coming right off it's a raw right now actually right off the olympics it's a it's a little sensitive and post post olympic depression for me um and i've got my share of team usa uh gear from previous olympics and i continued that tradition and i i bought something again and after i purchased it shannon was like well which one did you get because i was going back and forth and i showed her she was like it cost that much money and i was like ooh. That's not the reaction I wanted. Like, oh, that was the one I was hoping you'd pick. Or, yeah, that one looks good. So it, it hasn't gotten here yet, so I'll probably enjoy it in the moment. But then, like, in three weeks, when the Olympics are a, a month in the rearview mirror, I'll be like, this was dumb. I have, t- I have three of these things now. I don't, I don't need one every year. Is it, <laughs> is it clothing? It's clothing. Yeah. Oh, I guess I should have clarified just, that. I was waiting for Dan to drop a metal. I bought a bobsled. Like... <laughs> Me too. I was like, did he buy a motorcycle? Like, what did he buy? I was, I was like dying to know what you bought. It's a replica Sean White full scale uh, bobblehead. And it's really large and embarrassing, but it's clothing. But so we'll see if I eventually regret it. Well, I was looking through my closet and was like, Wow. I bought a Kanye West Jesus is King t-shirt that I've never worn because it is, it has this weird collar on it that goes to here. It's a t-shirt, by the way. It has like a half neck here and it is like kind of cropped and I'm tall. So for short people like Kanye, that works. For Daniel Dudley, it doesn't. And I realized that I've spent whatever amount of money on this t-shirt and I've never put it on. I put it on, actually, I put it on one time. I haven't put it on since. It's been hanging in my closet for probably two years. Was the time you put it on, like, around other people? My wife, that's it. <laughs> she was like, it looks like you're wearing a youth turtleneck. She laughed like, at just... me so hard. Like, she's probably, if, if there is a picture of me in that shirt, she's the only one that has it. Because she thought that shit was hilarious. Like, she thought it was so funny. She made fun of me on TMZ for it. Like, it was a whole thing, like two so years ago and i have not i've never i haven't seen that shirt since i'm surprised it made the move because like we moved a year ago i don't right. think I, i'm surprised that it made it to the move but it did my wife Co- probably kept it she made coachella sure day three it. coachella day three fit a little crop give you a little air a little breathing room down there a little hot in the desert I'll tell you what i'm just happy i'm not alone I, I still think my shirt is better than chris's xbox pers- purchase i wasn't ready for that like I yeah he's like i still <laughs> here we are still looking at that thing going damn <laughs> i like just moved it into the basement it took it took that long i don't know why but we were just like yeah why why do we have this 
amazing. Well, boys, welcome to the Brunch Breakdown. It's Didi out here in Los Angeles. Chris and Dan are in Pittsburgh. And today on the show, we're going to be talking about uh, a lot of fun things. Juwan Howard and um, the slap or punch heard or something, half punch heard around the world. Yeah, it was, yeah, it wasn't exactly a punch, but yeah, we'll talk about that and handshake Bearpaw. lines. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we will talk about this incredible 71 day cruise that is being offered out there. Yes, 71 day cruise cruise we will talk about that and we have a sweet one must go with some of my our favorite foods in the freaking world and i can't wait to uh discuss this but let's get started the way we always do dan break it down let everybody know where they can find the brunch breakdown you can find a brunch breakdown anywhere you listen to podcasts apple spotify google soundcloud stitcher iHeartRadio, and recently added to amazon music and Audible, you can simply tell Alexa to play The Brunch Breakdown, and now she'll do that for you. Live episodes, new episodes, every Thursday. Follow, hit subscribe, let those episodes come to you. Take them on the go. Uh, again, every Thursday, we have those for you. Live video episodes, also available every Thursday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Those happen on our YouTube and our Facebook pages, um, and they're available on demand. Anytime you want to watch after that, we mentioned we've got a graphic here today. Get your eyes on the graphic all of the good stuff that we have um, every episode that we do. We've got a lot of fun stuff to show. Speaking of Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and trailer and TikTok, those are everywhere that we are on social media. Simply search for us by using the tag at brunch breakdown. And of course we have the sounds of brunch playlist on Spotify, exclusively on Spotify every Friday. Uh, simply search sounds of brunch and enjoy. Beautiful. I love it. Well, it's time. Well, now it's time to get everything off our chest, guys. It's time. Hoosa. Chris, get us started. What's on your mind, man? Get it off your chest. Okay. Uh, I kind of want to see this time back to Daniel Dudley in a weird way. Um, but Didi, it was your birthday. Happy birthday. I, for the first time, probably since we met, missed your birthday and didn't get to text you happy birthday or call you and say happy birthday. So happy birthday, my friend. How was your birthday? My birthday was uh, fine. It was interesting. It was a different one because um, it was. A- All right. So I'm saying that wrong. Anyways, that kind of like went down and down the more you described. It. Yeah. <laughs> so it was funny because I was really busy last week, right? So then I get to the end of the week and I want nothing to do with anything that has to do with my birthday. Like, I was like, why is my birthday got to be on Friday? Why couldn't it be on Saturday? So I felt like I had to like all day act like I was happy about it. But then, but my daughter, she made me cupcakes. It was basically her birthday. We had cupcakes. We had pizza. We had all of Sersha's favorite things because anytime <laughs> there's a birthday, she's extremely hyped for it. And it means it's her birthday, basically. So she blew out the candles. She made cupcakes with more sprinkles on it than you could possibly put on it. Because when you let a kid put sprinkles on, it never stops. Um, but that was cool. But yeah, that was that was the birthday. It was it was fine. I was just really tired on Friday. So I was like, so if you sent me a text, so anybody who sent me a text like, and I didn't respond to it, I was just like, I just am tired. I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Well, happy birthday. Um, I, I, I also want to use this as an opportunity just to like, like, I'm not, I don't want to yell at you because part of this is my fault, 
But like, I've had way too many old guy discussions with you lately. And <laughs> then it was like your birthday. And I was like, now Didi's even getting older. My birthday's next month. I'm going to be getting older. Me and Didi have been texting about like, how do you fix thoracic back pain? And then like, <laughs> oh. what are the best comfort insoles for your ankles? Like, it's just ridiculous. And then Didi's wife hit me up the other day asking about like the least leakiest diapers. And I'm just like, this has to stop. I need a break from the Dudley family. So maybe that's why I didn't text you for my birthday. I don't know. Or for your birthday. I just felt like there was just too much old shit happening and I needed a break, but we're here now. And I'm past that. You're past your tired Friday. It's all good. Happy birthday, my friend. I, uh, I hope this is the best year yet. Dude, um, so the Sam's Club receipt, that was your fault. You put that on yourself because we are literally- Costco, Costco, yeah, Costco. Costco, my bad, Costco, not Sam's Club, Costco. You put that receipt up there and she hits me up and she was like, did you see his receipt? Did you see how much they pay for diapers? It's- Do we need a Costco membership? Because there's a Costco like right down the street from us. We've just never like we've never had it. We were like, oh, we always thought about it, and never did it. And then she saw however much you pay for diapers. Dude, it's unbelievable because like when I put the receipt on my my Instagram story, I like covered up 90% of it with like my own words. So Siobhan was in there like she was in there with her investigative eye and she found the diaper price, which I just didn't have covered up. It was unbelievable. But yeah, uh, you guys should, Costco is phenomenal. You guys should check it out. And uh, I know, Dan, you may have information, grocery life background on this stuff. Like Costco diapers are actually Huggies. They just aren't sold with the Huggies name. I even heard you can't do this in Pittsburgh because you can't get alcohol at Costco, but like in in, uh, other states, their vodka is Grey Goose. Yeah. It's just sold as like Kirkland vodka. I didn't know that they could do that type of stuff, but they do. So we bought all of our alcohol for our rehearsal stuff and for that whole weekend at uh, Costco. Nice. And yeah, it was wild. This old, episode can't conversations. Be called, yeah. Old man diaper discussion brunch. <laughs> We're not, we are not there yet, gentlemen. <laughs> Dan, we need your bachelor party so 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 bad. <laughs> you need it more than I do at this point. <laughs> Both yeah, y'all. this has nothing to do with you, Dan. Like I feel really bad right. for yeah. you because like this is the, I'm like oh. oh oh that's right, Dan's bachelor party. That's what we're going for. Right? No, the the, 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 the wedding is about you. The bachelor party is right for us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no, that's fine. You're it, it, it probably just like going to sleep the whole time anyway, but it's going to be. It's <laughs> no, see, us. we have to rewire. We have to readjust. We got to rewire that. We'll fix it. Don't worry. I didn't even think about that. I'm like, yeah, everyone else is going to go out. Me and Chris used to be like, you know, we're just going to sleep. Like, this is, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Bring us something back to eat. Yeah. I don't know. Like, that's it. Well, uh, other than being uh, frustrated with your two (laughs) groomsmen, uh, Dan, what's up? Yeah, you just see it. We're rolling in at five o'clock, and you guys are like just waking up. Guys, want some coffee and eggs? Just getting up to start the day. That sounds right. Yeah, rewire here. Okay. Well, yeah, that maybe we'll save that for another day or after the bachelor party when I actually tell that story. Um. Different approach to the chess segment for me this week. I'm taking a note from Chris, your boy, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers had his 
everybody's discussing about this Instagram post is Monday gratitude. And he's, you know, is he back with Shailene Woodley? Is he done with the Packers looking into the photos and all this stuff and comes out and he's like, no, I just came off a cleanse and wanted to dish out some gratitude. So all that aside, he's right. We need more of that. We need more gratitude and everybody, everybody's lives could use more gratitude. And that's what I'm going to do here today is instead of complaining about something, which I've done very well for the last 91 episodes, uh, twist it, change it, change it up. Going to go gratitude to get these things off my chest. And I'm going to go cheers to six. Cheers to the number six, and I'll explain why in a minute. Start with the number one. One year ago, this very week, uh, we did our first ever virtual beer fest, which was a completely new idea at the time, consuming 18 beers throughout the course of a day, it did have some help. It was split between three people, but heavy craft beers. It was wild. It was a blast. And it was, I was able to try some beers that I, you know, uh, from all over the country that I would never have had the opportunity to otherwise. So that was a cool memory from one year ago this week for the number one. Number two, we're going to look back uh, two years ago. You do the math, we're in yet yeah, winding down February of the year 2020 when that was really the last time life seemed fully quote unquote normal at the time. Right. And I think we've all learned a lot, learned to appreciate a lot more in those two years. Certainly didn't think we'd be where we are right now, two years later, but just reflecting in that moment that these were the last final weeks of that quote unquote normalcy was two years ago this week, heading into March. Let's take it another spin into positive direction with number three, three months away this week, from that wedding date that you mentioned, actually three months this week. So countdown is on to the best day of my life, three months away. On to number four, a Chris Gates special. Chris, four months ago today, this actually very day, four months ago today, Pitt beat Clemson at home and what at the time was a tremendously huge win. Same day that Penn State lost to Illinois in whatever overtime, and it made for a wonderful evening. <laughs> Let me tell you, a wonderful evening, just an overall wonderful day, a memory I cherish looking back with some gratitude here. On to number five, something else we just discussed. Gentlemen, buckle up. The bachelor party is just around the corner. Five weeks away from tomorrow, the bachelor party begins. And I will see the first time, for the first time in what seems like forever, the two of you together in person. Amazing. Gratitude for that opportunity. And lastly, gratitude with the number six. We're doing a cheers to six. Gentlemen, six years ago, this very week, six years ago, this very week, the very first episode of the Brunch Breakdown debuted. <laughs> so everybody believe- should go back and listen uh, to it, right? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Boy. Had a little bit of a different format back at the time, right? We, we had a a, a good run. We took a bit of a break. The pan- pandemic brought us back together and we're a fresh 91, whatever episodes deep again, we're well over, uh, you know, we've got to be close to 140 episodes overall, but it was six years ago this week that we started the brunch breakdown, the first ever episode debuted. So gratitude for that gratitude for you boys and cheers to six. Wow. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I really that was the first memory that hit. It got me thinking. It really got me thinking. Was that six years ago? And 
you know, I wanted to have a little perspective and took a little note from your boy, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I thought you were going to bring it back to football and say like you live in Sixburg or something like that. I thought that was good. <laughs> <laughs> always, always. <laughs> Oh man. All right. Well, boys, I have a little bit of an announcement. Um, so I'm going to be in, I'm going to be home March 15th to the 18th. And like so home, home, yeah, like home, home, March 15th to the 18th and planning a family trip across the country <laughs> is terrible. It's absolutely terrible terrible and you know why it's terrible not because i have two kids even though that adds a little bit to the complication of things and times and all of that and you're thinking about mm, nap time this is gonna work blah, blah blah um the most annoying part about it is is how many non-stop flights there aren't that go to pittsburgh <laughs> like it is very annoying because like i am willing to pay more for non-stop flights but i can't pay more for nonstop flights that don't exist <laughs> and it absolutely killing me from Boston home. It's perfectly fine from here to Pittsburgh, which we're doing first, nothing. And it is annoying. Cause it, it wasn't that way. Like, I don't know, four years ago, it wasn't that way. And then like, I feel like before the pandemic, it wasn't that way, but now it's, they're just gone and it's very frustrating. So airlines, I need your help. Pittsburgh isn't some podunk small city or something like that. It's a booming metropolis. It's on every list. It's number two on every list. <laughs> it needs more nonstop flights. People, please listen to me. Help me. I need help because it's very frustrating whenever it's like supposed to be four hours or in change to get back to Pittsburgh, but instead it it's going to take me longer than that because we have to connect flights and I have to connect flights with children. And I am not excited about that, but I just wanted to get that off my chest. Planning all of this has been frustrating and tough. And also airlines do every airline is now adding all these little things. in. it's like, there's economy, basic economy. Plus there's this, all these different levels of flights now that used to people make fun of spirit for doing but now every airline does it it's like hey you want to pay five dollars more and i don't know be able to use the bathroom <laughs> it's it's insane how many things would go through the book flights now but anyhow how to get it off my chest because i'm just frustrated by it all yeah i hear you brother it's crazy yeah the direct flights that have been eliminated anywhere that we're looking to travel needing to travel and just hearing from other people that I don't know what it is, it's, it's, it, especially this airport in Pittsburgh. It's just, it's just not happening right now. It's, I, I feel your pain. I feel your pain. you're right. Cause it didn't used to be this way two years yeah. ago. Like I said, two years ago, it wasn't this way, but now we got to We got to get back on track. We got to get back on track. It's tough, but yeah, we'll talk about this extremely complicated trip going home after the brunch breakdown. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's crack over some brews, boys, because it is time to uh, start Brews Day. Chris, what are you sipping on, man? Well, you got this one. This one is for both of you guys. OK, this one is for, for many people in my Ooh. life. Um, pineapple and marshmallow. Let's go. <laughs> it's pineapple and peanut butter. That's <laughs> close. Oh, we're close. This beer is called King Sue. OK, I 
bought it because my daughter saw a dinosaur at the <laughs> grocery store. So that's why I bought it. King Sue. My mother's name is Sue. So this is in honor of her. She's brought us food like basically every night since the baby was born. We appreciate this. Toppling Goliath Brewing is from, drumroll please, Dan's favorite state in the nation, Iowa. Shout out to Iowa. And and the flavor profile has pineapple. Shout out to Daniel Dudley. So this beer is for everyone. It's a beer for everybody. It's a beer for everyone. I love it. In a time where we're trying to, you know, be as inclusive as possible, get yourself a King Sue double IPA from Toppling Goliath Brewing in Iowa. That's right, Iowa. It's it's delicious. You get a lot of citrus on the way down, and then on the back end, you like you like breathe out pineapple. It's it's phenomenal. You can't get a direct flight from Pittsburgh to LA, but you can get Iowa beer in Pittsburgh. So, I mean, what a world we live in. That's amazing. Amazing Makes sense, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Well, boys, I got an oldie but a goodie because I saw this and I was like, I haven't had Ballast Point in a minute. So Ballast Point, Grapefruit Sculpin, had to grab up old six-pack this week. And I just love this beer. I love the way it smells. I love everything about it. And this is legitimately one of the best IPAs you could possibly buy. It just is. You can get this nationwide, and it's just super good. That's It's just really good. Grapefruit Sculpin, Ballast Point. Nice. Cheers, boys. How's Ballast Point doing? Are they like, are they, are they okay now? I remember hearing they were like going broke or something, but their beer is everywhere. They, cause what they did was like, they sold a part of the company to some place to have wider distribution. And then they like closed. Cause what they did was like, they built, they, they opened up restaurants Mm. and like, that's sometimes a good thing. And then sometimes can make you go broke. And that's kind of what happened to them. So they had to close those locations. And I think they just have the one that's in Long Beach. That is awesome, by the way. And um, yeah. And so then they sold part of it to something for distribution. But yeah, I think they're fine. Because they because when I thought they were like, oh, I was like, oh, no, because they filed for bankruptcy. I think that's what happened. Right. But then yeah. that was more of like a shuffling stuff. But yeah. yeah. So I think they're You've fine. seen their beer everywhere. So they must, you know. Must be doing yeah, because I know their beer was like <laughs> supposed to go more places, and I feel like it is more more places. So, yeah, good nice. news. I think they're fine. Good news. Well, boys, today I got a, a another oldie but goodie. I don't know if I've featured this series on here before, but certainly have featured this brewery, Hitchhiker Brewing, one of my favorites, uh, really anywhere, uh, let alone just Pittsburgh. But this is their next to normal series, and it's a little bit next to normal because it's not quite normal. And what you'd expect in a beer. This is a sour brewed with raspberry and coffee. <laughs> Loving the look on both of your faces. I had the same look on my face when I thought of the idea too, that a sour beer brewed with coffee. How on earth is that going to work? I don't have that answer, but they do. <laughs> and it's amazing. <laughs> and it's amazing. Um, they've done a couple different versions of this they've done one with blueberry they've done one with strawberry the raspberry is really really nice it's hard to even explain what this tastes like to be honest with you um because the base of it is a sour beer it's not overly sour there's a good amount of raspberry in there and it has just this sort of coffee almost aftertaste it's not quite once the beer 
once you sip the beer, it's kind of at the end of the sip almost, you start to get that coffee flavor, almost like if you had like a chocolate raspberry covered coffee bean, maybe. But again, it just blends with the sour. It's just a little bit of a tang to it. You have to like sours. You have to like coffee to like this. Uh, But somehow, somehow this works. And it's one of my favorite beers they've ever done because it's so unique. Um, I love it. The next to normal sour, raspberry and coffee. Again, I don't know how and I don't know why they do. And that's all that matters. Yeah, I can see like bitter with coffee, but it's hard to imagine sour. Right, right. Cause I had the first thought there too. And it, cause not overly sweet, but it, it, it is, it's just, um, kind of a coffee, kind of a coffee aftertaste to it, but, and it's, it's just, just the right amount of sour. Yeah. She's a unique one, but very good. Very good. Yeah. I could even, it's very hard for me to imagine that beer. Like I've, I've had raspberry coffee before. Yeah. And I'm like, but then you put that with like sour and beer. I, all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough to try to even imagine it. It really is. Even to describe it is, is tough, but we'll have to see if I uh, can hang on to one or two of these and make sure you boys try them sometime. Cause that's what you gotta do. You just, the only way you can know is to try it. That's what I did the first time. Loved it. I was sold five weeks, right? Five Five weeks. Yep. Five weeks. weeks. Jenkins, get that email out, son. (laughs) Remind me. Get that email out. Jenkins. I know you're listening. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, let's get into well, cheers, boys. Yeah, cheers. 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 Happy Bruce Day. Happy Bruce Day. All right, let's get into the main course. Uh, I feel like the story of the week is uh because literally nothing's going on right now. Um Jawan Howard. Uh him and the coach from Wisconsin had a little uh, speaking. They they talked. They were having a nice discussion. Close, close discussion. And then, yeah, a very close discussion. And then a slight melee broke out <laughs> during the credits of a CBS basketball broadcast, which made the whole thing even oh. funnier, actually. And uh, Juwan Howard ended up uh, kind of half punch, half slapping a uh, assistant for Wisconsin. Uh, boys, what do you think? when you saw this, this, this story that I thought was hilarious the whole time. So, yeah. I you were Wisconsin's own. My bad. Well, yeah, yeah. we got to go to you first. Yeah. I, and yeah. I actually boots on the ground. I, uh, I, I, I phoned our Wisconsin correspondent, uh, Katie Yates and, uh, her report was that Juwan Howard is a bully and Ooh. he should be fired. Bully. Um, <laughs> and, and she said, apparently this isn't his, this wasn't his first riff. So, <laughs> I'm gonna have to have her watch the Fab Five documentary because, like, say, yeah, yeah, these guys learn a lot. These guys weren't kind on the court. Like that's not his background. <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, I I would just love to know. Like I didn't watch any of the game. I don't know what happened. I, so I don't know why they were so heated at the end. I would love to know what was said because sometimes you say some stuff that deserves getting slapped in the head. Sometimes. <laughs> I'm not saying that this guy deserved it, but sometimes you get, you, you deserve it. So I, you know, it's hard for me to judge Judy, this situation without knowing what was said since we don't know what was said, like, yeah, grown adult coaching kids 
doesn't look very good on national TV, but uh, you know, I guess it is what it is. Uh, Slight Melee might be my new favorite band name, by the way, <laughs> Didi. I love that. Let's Slight go. Melee. <laughs> or the Slight Melee Tour. Like, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> TM on that, by the way. Don't even go out there and try. Slight, me- Slight Melee is the perfect name for like a band that is super old. Their fans are really old. It's like, right. Mm, mosh, the- mosh Pit. Slight melee. Touring with uh, Five for Fighting <laughs> and, uh, and Knuckle Puck. That's the, uh, that's the tour right there. Right. I love it. Um, yeah, this certainly didn't have a very good first impression overall. Um, and, and if you know anything about Juwan Howard, it doesn't come as a huge surprise, but the fact that he's now a coach, you kind of think that maybe you have a little bit more decorum. Decor, you know, can we have some decorum, please? But um, I don't know. I don't. I'm not. Mad, I'm not mad at the situation because we get to talk about it. This is something interesting in college basketball, which there is no. There, nothing has been interesting in college basketball for three years, besides the tournament. It's true. And we need. We need this. We need a little bit of the. Uh, we need a little bit of this. And you know what? You know, coaches are a little different nowadays. They're getting hired younger. They're not wearing ties on the bench anymore. You know, they're wearing sneakers and quarter zips. So it's a little more loosey goosey out there. And I could, you know, you, you feel like you're ready to rumble and I'm not going to assume this, this guy said something stupid. I'm just going to assume it now. Did he need to like bear claw? You know, probably not, but I love it. Cause this is going to be a big 10 rivalry for, for, you know, years to come. It already is. And now with John Howard, just, uh, you know, recently getting to Michigan, it's just going to turn up the intensity. And I want that. I want to, I want, I want a reason to turn into Michigan versus Wisconsin <laughs> basketball next year. Besides like number 21 versus number 18 at CBS at three o'clock on a Saturday. Like I have nothing else to do now. I have a reason. And so for that, I'm not too mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- this thing was hysterical to me. I was like, wow. Again, like you guys have said, something entertaining happened in college basketball this year. Cause like, I, I'm like, who's the star? Who's good? I have no idea. Like I'm not hearing anybody talk about the number one pick of the draft playing nothing. So yeah. Um, so the whole thing was interesting to me because I felt like it's a solid parenting lesson. And this is how I felt during the whole Mason Rudolph, uh, Miles Garrett situation with the helmet last year. So it starts out, the Wisconsin coach has something to say to Jawan Howard. So he grabs Jawan Howard's arm. Big mistake. Because <laughs> as soon as he grabbed his arm, Jawan Howard's like, it's time to go. It was yeah. over at that point. His he finger, finger, which is like this long. <laughs> wild. It was it's like this long. He put it this way. Once he pulled the thing out, it was like, whoa. It's like he pulled out crazy. a wand. He was just like, what did you do? <laughs> it was seriously dude shit was wild when he put his finger out but it's all because that coach did that and then Juwan was like no I'm not just taking this you know I'm not because it would have been nice if he would have cooled it down but you cannot control how people react to something and then the assistant coach okay and this is where the parenting lesson comes right when you see a fight almost about to start you have two choices, okay? And this, your friends are in this fight. You have two choices. You either go to the fight or you sit back and watch your friends just fight. And you record it on your phone. I've never been in 
I, I yeah, exactly. Or recorded on your phone. I've never been in a fight. My friends have been in lots of them. <laughs> and <laughs> it's because I could see it from a mile away when one of my friends was getting ready to fight. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to fight. And you know why I don't go towards the fight? Because my dad told me if you go towards a fight and you get hit, don't call me. Like, it's all up for grabs. And that guy went towards the fight. He's John, just like the players are, just like everyone, because everyone's wrong in this situation, right? Juwan just is the one that threw the punch, and he shouldn't have thrown the punch. That's why he got suspended. But the thing is, that guy who got hit, I don't feel sorry for him. Like, people were trying to make, like, the Wisconsin AD was trying to make it like this was such a sad day and whatever. I'm like, no. No, a bunch of people walked towards the fight. And when yeah. you walk towards the fight, you might get hit with friendly fire. And that's yeah. a lesson for your kids. Tell your kids, don't walk towards the fight unless you know that you could get hit. And that's, that's what I saw there. It should be a lesson for all sports, too, because like for some reason in sports, like because there's officials everywhere and you have a bunch of teammates, like I just think it's like the it's like the common thing to do. It's like pretend you're going to fight, but nobody actually fights until a fight breaks out and then you're like, oh shit, I'm <laughs> caught in a fight. But when, and I don't want to make this like, oh, like, oh, well, but when in hockey where they're meant, like, I'm not saying that, but if you notice when a, when a, when a Donnie Brook breaks out in a hockey game, everybody who's not fighting just goes to the bench. They're like, I'm not part of this. This is not what I want. You know, like that's their thing. And like, that's, that's the way it's like DD just said, if you got to fight, you see it coming. First of all, teach your kids to like understand signs and symptoms of when a fight is coming. That's important. And then yeah, distance yourself from it. And don't go towards a Juwan Howard fight. Like <laughs> recognize who that man is. You saw that wand come out of his hand and you're like, this is a wizard. I shouldn't be getting close to this. And by the way, like you didn't also know. shouldn't go to like Wisconsin won the game, right? It's hard to even like that's a buried storyline there. But like, don't go towards the people that just lost who already have anger. Like you won the game. You think you're going to go to the team that lost and they're just going to like back down. You're crazy. You are absolutely crazy. The the fallout of this though was so funny because like when I when I'm lifting, I have sports center on, but I don't have the sound on. And like I swear 30 minutes of sports center every day this week has been just like these reporters standing, freezing their asses off in Wisconsin and Michigan, just like standing outside of these arenas where there's no basketball being played right now, but they're like on the scene talking about this. I think it's hilarious. They have the, all these poor reporters that are wrapped up in it. It's so yeah. funny. to me. It's the best. You're like, wait, I have to go where Ann Arbor <laughs> for what? Oh, just to stand outside. <laughs> There's like feet of snow. <laughs> <laughs> just to stand outside and do absolutely nothing else other than yeah. just wait for press releases. That's they can't it. even talk yeah. to Juwan because he's suspended. He's not coming to talk. Right. Like, Why are you sending me here? We can do this via Zoom. Like, let's go, <laughs> people. We can put up a snowy background, act like I'm there. I don't need to be there. Yeah. yeah. Just don't go towards a fight, guys. It's the same thing with Mason Rudolph because it was like everyone was, he became the sympathetic figure because he got hit with a helmet. And I was like, well, he chased the fight. He chased it. He <laughs> went that... for the fight and then he got hit in the helmet. If he just stops, he never gets hit. Right. It's that simple. Don't get hit. Don't go towards the fight unless you want to get hit, guys. Simple lesson. Life lesson. <laughs> Life lesson right there. But real quick, should they get rid of handshake lines? Because that turned into the story and I was like, wow. We've got nothing. 
Like, <laughs> dude, I've never wanted spring training baseball to actually be happening more than I wanted it this week. And oh, we don't have it because they're locked out. And I'm like, man, that's because I'm like, what's missing right now? It's like NBA All-Star always has this like break. So no NFL, like there's something missing. And I was like, oh, I know what's missing. Baseball. We don't have, we're not getting live reports from freaking Bradenton on Sports yeah. Center and everywhere else they play in Phoenix and whatever else. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's worse, but no, I don't think they need to. Um, you know, we've got them in football and we've got them in basketball. We don't have them in hockey. We don't have them in baseball. Why? I'm not really sure, except for, you know, posting is a little bit different. But I want to read this. I want to read this quote from Tom Izzo. I don't know if you've seen no. Tom Izzo presser. Um, I won't quite have the energy and anger that he does, uh, obviously within his own conference, but uh, brought up to the point at the question to him whether or not they should get rid of handshakes. He said, quote, that's typical of our country. Instead of solving the problem, let's make an excuse. Instead of confronting and demanding it changes, let's eliminate it so we don't have those problems. Eliminate it. That's not happening here. So he is all for keeping the handshake. He's just like so freaking what just learn from it and don't get into fights the lesson we've all learned here but i mean are they dumb yes are they dumb but i don't think because of this incident we need to uh you know do away with them in in basketball agreed (laughs) yeah i just think there's i i think if they didn't if they got rid of them i don't think anybody would actually notice no in all honesty right that's why it's a weird argument to have it's like you know, I don't know because the NBA doesn't have them, but like you see the players, the NFL doesn't have them, but you see the players like all interacting after the games, they're trading jerseys and doing all the things if they want to, or, you know, you just see players go to the locker room. I just don't, you know, I don't see the problem with it. Once you get to that level for like scholastic sports and stuff. Yes. Sportsmanship, like whatever. But when it comes to the college basketball, it's like, I don't know. There's so much the guys are playing for and all that stuff. I don't, I don't know. What's weird about it is the, want to do it, that do it's it. a line. I think that's the weird thing. Like you're saying, there's handshakes and stuff after football yeah. games or whatever, but there's no like, oh, let's go down the line and slap hands like we're in fourth grade. Like there kind of is in basketball where you have to acknowledge everybody in the opposing team all the way down to the GA who wipes sweat <laughs> off the dude's ass at the end of the game. Like let's maybe we can loosen that up a little bit. Like <laughs> just pick and choose. You want to be shaking court. that hand anyway. That's not good. Yeah. You don't want any of that. You yeah. don't want any of that, but he's doing it. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm so happy we have this podcast because when that was going on, I was just like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Please, please. Let's just get to the brunch breakdown. Some days I just want to be like, can we call an emergency brunch breakdown and just talk for 15 minutes? Um, <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into the 71 day cruise, 71 day cruise. And this is coming from Holland America cruise line. All right. It's a 71 day Grand Africa Voyage departs from Fort Lauderdale and it goes to like every port you could ever think of. Puerto Rico to Egypt to just Cape Town, South Africa, Canary Islands, literally everywhere. Okay? Everywhere. This is wild. One question. Would you guys go on a 71-day cruise? For free. It's paid for. Would you go? No. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't go on a seven day cruise. So I'm not going on a 71. Come on. No, no. If it's paid for. 
Yeah, and we're making all those stops. We're making a bunch of stops. That's we're not just ton. out in the open water. Yeah, then, then definitely. Because I heard they're like, also like changing the food up where it's like to reflect local cuisine. So it's not like, oh, you get poolside hamburgers again today. <laughs> like it make it at least a little bit interesting. If we've got the excursions and the things to do and a vacation like that once in a lifetime, that's a long time. But uh, I think it'd be interesting enough where, you know, each day there's something new and, and unique that, yeah, I, I think I'd do that. Yeah. And talking about the prices, I mean, it's because uh, it, it's really expensive. I mean, 71 days. It's 12000 It starts at $12,000 is, is the first price for 71 days. So you go everywhere, dude. It's wild. Ghana, like it's wild, all the places on this list. But the second question is... Uh, could your family talk you into a 71 day cruise? Cause that's the first thing I thought, cause people go on cruises with their families, right? Yes. You can go on cruises like with just you and your, just your significant other, but most of the time it's people, they take their families. Cause it's like cruises are a like cheaper vacation and you get to go experience a bunch of different things or whatever. Right. And the all inclusive part of it too. So that's why a lot of families go. And I'm like 71 days with your family. Could you survive? With my fa- wait, what family are we talking about? Like my parents <laughs> or like the people that I live with in this house? Hmm. That's a good question. But I mean, extended. So I'm talking your parents and your in-laws and your immediate family. I guess I'm asking that question, but like the answer doesn't change. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going. It doesn't matter. Like go without me. There's the thing about this is not like, sure. It's cool that it's like stopping in all these places. That's not what the, the, the reason I'm not going is because you're stuck with the same strangers on a boat off and on for 71 days. I'm not, I can't sit in a football stadium for longer than four hours around people that I don't want to be around. I'm not, I can't spend 71 days on a boat with these people that that is not happening. And like, I, I've never been on a cruise, but I've heard like the rooms are like too small. The things you see in the pictures, it's like not as extravagant as how, how it really is. Like, I'm just not, I'm not doing it. It's not, it's, it's not happening. Whoever gave you that experience is a liar. Uh, <laughs> cruises are amazing. The rooms are lovely. If you don't sit, you know, stay in the bunker down with the crew. Um, I love cruises. I wouldn't go with my like extended fit of like my mom and my sister. Like, forget that. I've done the seven day cruise with them and I don't care if they hear this. That'll never happen again. <laughs> um, so 71 is out of the question with all of them. Small, intimate, just the two of us, whatever, whatever our, you know, in, intermediate family becomes two, three, four. Yes, that, but the extended family part of that, mm, <laughs> no, no way. And yeah, you'd be around the same people for 71 days, which be, would be a lot. But apparently these, these cruise ships, there's also one going around South America, I think. And like they're stopping in three days in Rio de Janeiro for Carnival. Like that's amazing. Um, yeah. And that one's more expensive though. I think that one starts at 50,000. <laughs> <laughs> you can understand why, but um, yeah, it would be, it would be interesting. It would feel a little bit like of a reality show. I feel like, cause you are around those same people 
for that long amount of period of time. But I just think that the experience would be so, so wild. So crazy. See, I was saying, yes, I would do this, but just with my wife, not with my, not, no, you add families. And yeah. then, no, not, <laughs> no, not a chance. Um, if Chris, a million dollars at the end of it, are you going to go on a, yeah, of course. Okay. All right. 71 days. That's a life-changing amount of money. I'm not okay. going to do it for like a hundred thousand bucks. Like that stupid cabin thing. Like that's not going to happen, especially this one's 71 days. So that's longer than 30 days. That, that one was ridiculous. Um, a million. Yeah. million dollars. Come on that for three months two not, not two, two and a two and some change. Yeah. Okay. See, I would do this for a hundred grand. I would do it. If I had a hundred grand at the end of it, I'll, I'll deal with my parents and in-laws for 71 Ooh, yeah. days. If we have, if we're naming a price on what it would cost to get family involved, 100, yeah, 100 grand, definitely. Maybe even 50. Pay for our wedding. Call it a deal. <laughs> <laughs> Call it a 71-day honeymoon with the family. <laughs> and pay for the wedding. We got a deal. <laughs> Fair. Like Dan it. might not agree to that, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh god all right well let's get into our last one here in the main course uh one must go we've got four foods here and we are going to choose which one has to go and this is difficult steak crab legs fried chicken and ribs chris you put this in the brunch breakdown group early this morning why did you want to put us Uh, it just I mean, sometimes things pop up on the Twitter feed, man. And I'm just like, yeah, we'll throw these at Dan and Dee. see what they think. Um, well, I didn't go out searching for it. I didn't get, wake up this morning thinking like I want to make Dan and Dee uh, kerfuffled. But here we are. I, I legit have no idea. I have one of these have to go. That Yeah, that is what it says. <laughs> Now I want to I want to clarify something just so I make sure I'm thinking the same way that you yeah, guys yes, are. Yes, one has so to thing, go, Dan. One, <laughs> one of go. these. I went through six <laughs> earlier, but I didn't know if this. <laughs> so fried chicken is fried chicken. We're not counting like chicken wings in that category. And like crab legs are crab legs, but we're not saying like you could never have a crab cake again, right? We're we're declaring those different, or are you guys thinking? I I think different? you're correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Dan always breaks up the analytics for these things, which oh, I, I appreciate. Got to. Got to. Yeah. yeah. Let's you want to talk hot dogs again? <laughs> Kobayashi? <laughs> Joey Chestnut? Analytics? Come on. Come on. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. I mean, it, this is tough. This is, is it, yeah, I was going to say, is it easy for, I know it's not for Didi. Chris, is this, this isn't any easier for you either? Uh, no, it's not easy. Like I don't, I eat, I eat a lot of steak. The other three of these ribs, crab legs, fried chicken. Um, I don't eat as much of, but I, I still love them, you know? So it's, uh, this one is, is, is pretty tough. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Like the way I looked at this one was first, I thought about what I eat the most of. So steak is no, that's not going anywhere. Um, and then like, I think ribs and crab legs probably fall into like that second tier for me. I eat a ton of chicken, 
but I do, I almost never eat fried chicken. So the way the place I landed with this was one has to go for me, fried chicken, assuming like Dan said, like, it doesn't mean you have to rule out all chicken. Um, cause I just don't eat that much of it. Uh, but it's good. Like I, I also love it, but that's, that's where I landed. I, I'm keeping steak, crab legs and ribs simply because fried chicken is not very frequent in my diet. Maybe the question here should be tying in the topic we just came up of off of two topics ago and from one from a couple of weeks ago. And that would be when one of these goes, which do you get a, in a fight over at a golden corral? Because they're all <laughs> in the buffet line. They're all in line. <laughs> which are you fighting Juwan Howard over when he takes the last day, crab like rib fried chicken at golden corral? I, I'm just letting when do you approach him. <laughs> I'm, I'm backing away from Juwan at the, at that Juwan take what you want to take. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> Don't wag that finger at me. <laughs> I think I had a similar mentality to you too, Chris. I, I love steak. I love crab legs, even though I don't have them super often. I would never, like, there's no way I would ever eliminate ribs. I could never do it. I don't have them super often, but when I do, they're, it's there because I know I want good ribs and they're going to be fantastic. So I can't in any way, shape, or form eliminate ribs. And then I thought fried chicken. I went to fried chicken. I can have chicken other ways. I like grilled chicken. If I can have chicken wings, I'm fine with that. It's tough. But I think I'm going to be in the same spot you landed, Chris, and, and pick fried chicken. Maybe a crab legs close second because, again, I can if I can have crab in a different formation, I could live with it. But I think I'll settle on crab on, on fried chicken here. Like, it has to be crab legs for me, but I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> I hate it so much because if you tell me I'm somewhere where I'm eating, where someone's eating crab legs and I can't have them, Ooh. I'm going to cry. Yeah, That'd that's rough. That's a problem. And I don't care if steak, ribs and fried chicken are there, too. I'm going to be very hurt, but there would be that same way if I got rid of any of these. So, like, if I got rid of steak, it'd be the same thing. I sat there and what I like someone's eating steak and I can't eat steak. <laughs> that's a good way to think of it like you have a, that's a table problem. of people around you all eating the same food and you yeah. can't have it which that is the thing the most i like it. that like we're i think all i would like, still go with fried chicken but that, that that is a great way to frame it yeah like we're all at golden corral all of us <laughs> and Jawan howard standing there like nope you can't have crab's legs nope you can't have fried chicken like he's just standing there with that finger just wiping it right out of your hand anytime you think about it he just pokes you <laughs> i'm calling it now for the 2022 brunchies, Juwan Howard, person of the year. Oh, oh, write it down. He's a candidate. Early nom. Okay. Okay. <laughs> write it down. Changed college basketball forever. Yes. <laughs> In more than one way. Continues to. Or is it Juwan Howard's finger or Juwan Howard or both? Are they two different people? They both get a nom. <laughs> Talk to the committee. It's a great question. Talk this over. It's a great question. Yeah. Now, Didi, with your answer, Crab Lake's. There's the least amount of work in crab legs or the most work. I'm sorry. There's yes, the most work are. in crab legs. Yeah, so yeah. you're taking some labor out. Maybe that helps your decision a little bit, but no, boy. it just, because I, <laughs> I eat crab legs the least, right? I eat crab yeah. legs the least, but I love crab legs. Like I love them, but there are just certain situations where like crab legs are there 
and you want them, you know? And especially like when you're, you know, when I'm on the East Coast somewhere, like for your bachelor party, there will most likely be crab legs on a menu and I can't have them in the place where I eat crab legs. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's tough. That was a tough Tough. one there, Chris. Good Lord. That was a a tough find. Sorry, guys. Yeah, it's (laughs) tough, but fun. All right, let's get into what we are listening to, what music we are listening to. This week, Dan, go for it. What are you listening to? My man, Rex Orange County, uh, back with another single, a second single off his upcoming album. uh, And this one is called Amazing. And that's exactly what it is. Uh, My (laughs) self-titled, whatever. Um, Just love the vibe of his music and the style it gives off. It's kind of laid back, chill, but also upbeat. Cannot wait for this album. So amazing from Rex Orange County. Nice. Chris? Yeah. Uh, I'll go next. My daughter's screaming. Sorry. Um, (laughs) (laughs) First up for me is a band I just kind of discovered this past week. They're called Ruth Crest. They're actually from L.A. Um, And they have a really good album out right now. It's actually an EP out right now. It came out like November 2021. There's a song on it called If You Were Here. And it is like a big time nostalgia trip because they talk about like, if you were here right now, we'd be listening to like Silverstein and Blink-182. Like, I don't know. It's just sometimes there's a pop punk song that has all of those. It kind of checks all the boxes of what you want for a pop punk song. And I think this is one of them. So we'll toss that on this week. I think you guys will like it. Nice. Cool. I like it. All right. Well, I've got uh, one from Sabrina Carpenter. Oh, love watching my 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 little kiddos from Radio Disney grow up. And she's got a song <laughs> called Fast Times that is just a really cool sound. It almost feels like a 70s kind of sound to it. And it's just a cool song. So if she's putting out more music that sounds like this, I'm very interested because it is a big turn from where a lot of um, 20s uh, like kids in their 20s are going right now. Because A lot of them are leaning towards the pop punk lane. And this is completely different. So um yeah, and I'm 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 excited to see people kind of veer because it seems like every cute girl who makes music is now making pop punk music now, and I'm like, all <laughs> right, someone else has, someone has to go right, <laughs> someone's got a zag, and it feels like she big zag this way. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, speaking of pop punk music, let's let's go, Chris. Let's go. Simple Plan featuring Derek Wibley of Sum Forty One. Are you kidding me? The forces have finally come together. They came out with a single called Ruin My Life. The forces coming together that dominated the early 2000s. Um, they're not getting together just for this song. They've got a newly announced tour this summer as well, which sounds like it's going to be incredible and I will very likely be attending. So Simple Plan with Derek Wibley of Sum 41, Ruin My Life. I like it. I, like, I literally like it. I listen to that and I, <laughs> and I like it. Um, here's another one. State Champs, uh, new EP, Everybody But You, just came out. Um, it's kind of a bummer because it's a four-song EP, and two of the songs on the EP were pre-released. So, like, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> you can't release 50% of it, but come on. Um, but they covered Fall Out Boy's song, Chicago Is So Two Years Ago, and... There's not a ton different about the way they covered it and how Fall Out Boy performed it, but I just love that song. So we'll put it on this week and listen to State Champs version of it. 
Jeez. All right. Uh, Mary J. Blige, DJ Khaled. Amazing. I don't know if this is true, but it sounds like DJ Khaled wrote this song and Mary J. Blige just said, okay, I'll put my Mary J. on this. Because if you listen to the words, it just sounds like DJ Khaled talking, but somebody (laughs) who can actually sing is singing it. And it's amazing. The beat is awesome. And it is just, it's, it makes you feel super good. This is a good, like good morning song. This is a very good, like song that you want to play when you need just that jolt of energy, because it is just DJ Khaled catchphrases sung by Mary J. Blige. So if you were someone like me who, you know, that's, that's my lane. Like, like DJ Khaled's words just being sung beautifully by someone all for it. And that is what amazing is. And I really want you guys to hear that and add it to any hype up or good morning. Uh, I need to wake up playlist. You got wonderful two songs with the title amazing in it Rex Orange County and uh Mary J Blige can't wait for that Ooh, amazing tour I feel like Katie will <laughs> like this song Chris oh I feel like this is a I feel like this is a just a Katie Another Gates one. special right here another one <laughs> dude I'm, it's just like that I promise you I'll send it to our Wisconsin correspondent All right. <laughs> uh last one for me um, becoming a very popular band on the sounds of brunch, the brunch breakdown, bad sons released their album a couple weeks ago called apocalypse whenever. Um, and I'm going to put the title track of that same name on the playlist this week. Um, like I said, we've kind of featured them uh, a few times before now, and, uh, this album is great. Wanted to kind of feature it a little bit and I really love what they're putting together. Uh, bad sons become a big fans of them. So, uh, apocalypse whenever from bad sons. Nice. Uh, last one I have is from a band I've recommended before called Midfield. Um, and they actually did a cover of Avril Lavigne's Complicated. But like if you had double time drums to it. So it's like, Excellent. you know, Avril was like a very, very poppy alternative, you know, back in the day. And this is like, Hey, if it was like a, like a real pop punk song, this is how we would have written it. And I, I kind of like it more than the original. So I wanted to toss that on there this week, but I love midfield. So put that on there, but also you should check out all their music because they're very good. All right. My last one is uh, Jack Harlow nail tech. Uh, Jack Harlow just sounds really good on songs. He's just a really good rapper his voice is amazing i just love the way he sounds his voice just makes me feel warm i just love it it's fulfilling and kanye said that this week or last week in one of his eight million instagram posts so um he's i'm not the only one who just thinks that jack harlow is very good at rapping so nail tech (laughs) jack harlow check that one out well if you're in there with kanye you're in good company (laughs) dd exactly (laughs) god kanye (laughs) <laughs> Don to two. We'll see. We'll, we'll t- maybe talk about that next week. Maybe, maybe, maybe it comes out. Yeah. Other than <laughs> on his little thing that he made. I don't right. know. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, boys, uh, that's the brunch breakdown and that's the sounds of brunch playlist. Make sure you check it out every week on Spotify. Dan updates that thing and gets all the good music out there every single week. So check that out. And that's it for the brunch breakdown. Uh, any final thoughts, guys? Any final thoughts? Just run away from those fights, folks. Stay away from fights. 
jump on a cruise and uh, enjoy some fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's the French breakdown. We're out.